In this episode, we're going to talk about setting boundaries with clients, but more specifically on knowing when the time is right to bless and release them. Can we talk about setting boundaries with clients? I have found that no matter how experienced you are, sometimes there's that one client that manages to sneak into all of the boundaries that you have set, and it results in a lot of chaos and sometimes sadness. The other day I was on the phone with an agent and she was really upset when you're on the phone with somebody and you're like, Hey, how, how are you? How's your day going? She's like, mine is terrible. I think she had a slightly different tone of voice, like one with tears. Anyway, I said, well, what's going on? Tell me more. And she explained how she has this terrible client who is a friend of hers. So this friend, she had helped them. What was the deal? I think she had helped them purchase a house and the transaction had been hard. That happens. We've all been there. Well, so now she's trying to help them get their current house ready for sale. She's so kind and generous that she volunteered to go to her friend's house and help them pack and clean and get ready to list the house for sale. And I say that's kind and generous because I would never do that. That's just my personal philosophy preference uh, to each their own. But in this particular case, she started getting abused by her friend. So her friend like turned into this giant jerk and is like abusing her. And I don't know the details of what had happened, but she felt taken advantage of. She had gone above and beyond the call of duty and had actually gone to her house, done physical labor, trying to get things ready and to help them out. And it was a really good, it was a, a quite a decent price uh, point. So, you know, you really don't want to mess those listing opportunities up, but also something to think about here is not all money is good money. If you haven't even listed the house for sale and your client, whether they're a friend or not, if they are making you cry, it's time to set a new boundary. And it's okay to tell them that perhaps you're not the agent for them. I mean, really what you're saying is, Hey, I love myself more than to put up with this crap for 60 days or more while we have your house up for sale. Every situation is different. So it's entirely possible that there's a learning opportunity. Like what is the, what are they actually upset about? Is it possible that they're right and you mess something up? So it's a good idea to objectively review the situation and make sure that you're not missing a growth opportunity. Once you determined that in fact, nothing that they're being upset is not your fault. It's okay to release them bless and release. So, um, my advice to this gal after figuring out that in fact, it wasn't anything that she had done. This, uh, friend of hers had just sort of turned into a terrible nightmare of a person. Well, okay. Now you have to protect yourself. Do you really want to deal with this for 60 days? This person is telling you who they are. You have to believe them. So when they tell you who they are, you have a choice. You can continue working with them and you can cry every day because they're a dick or you can accept them for who they are and not let it get to you and continue working with them and hope you don't cry every day. You know, there's, there's definitely a growth opportunity in being able to deal with difficult people, or you can say, Hey, this isn't for me. We're not going to work well together. You should find someone else. Now there's, there's ways to say it that don't make you look like a jerk. (laughs) 
<laughs> you probably don't want to have a conversation with somebody and be like, well, I decided, I think you're an asshole. So yeah, we're not going to work together. Sorry. Bye-bye. Um, because that could, that could result in bad reviews. Plus this friendship that she's dealing with is already on the rocks. Like she doesn't think she, she can even be friends with this person anymore. In this case, you know, maybe there's a referral opportunity. So you have, if there's an agent in your office that is um, perhaps a experienced agent, uh, in this case, it was a woman, uh, client with a woman realtor. Well, maybe a man would handle it uh, differently, or maybe, maybe that interaction. And I don't, I don't say that to be like sexist sounding, but sometimes, sometimes people behave differently with different sexes. So maybe that would be a better, uh, mix for the two to get along and have a profitable arrangement, maybe a different personality type. So somebody who is perhaps more of a type a high D and I don't necessarily know the personality type of the person that had this problem, but you know, somebody who's not going to take crap from anybody and will tell you like it is, maybe that would be a better fit for this particular person. So you could find that person in your office and offer them a 25% referral will ask for a 25% referral if you uh, connect them with this client. So then you go back to the client and say, Hey, I understand that you're upset about X, Y, Z. And if you don't know what it is, you don't have to name what they're upset about. So, you know, the last couple of days seem to have been stressful for our working relationship. And I have reflected on that a lot. And I even spoke with my broker about it because I want to make sure that you have the best experience possible. And if you say you spoke with your broker, you should speak with your broker about it, but I want to make sure that you have the best experience possible. And after reflecting on it for a few days, I have realized that you're not going to have the best experience as possible with me as your listing agent. So my recommendation would be to work with Joe Schmo from my office, who is great, you know, and then you, you list out the reasons why Joe is a great agent and, um, you know, what qualifies them to uh, give a better experience in this particular example than you. And you can just say, you know, Hey, the last few days have been stressful and I really want to protect our relationship. So I think that moving forward, it's best that I take myself out of the equation because I can tell that I have upset you. I, whether or not, you know, you know, you can go into, um, this is just the this is the way that I work and I can see that it's not a good fit or there's so many different ways to explain it and let that person down easily so that they feel like you're actually taking care of them, even though really you're dumping them. That's a, that's a good solution. And then you still get a referral out of it. It's also possible <laughs> that the person is not going to care one iota, what you have to say, and maybe they'll be really happy that you're releasing them. So it's possible that they might find their own agent after that. Okay, great. Bless and release. So once you, once you release them, then they're gone. What they do is their choice and it no longer has any bearing on you. Imagine what you can do with all of the time that you're worrying about that client who not a normal client, but the client who is abusing you, the client who is taking all of your time on things that do not require all of your time, the client who won't actually let you do your job for whatever reason it is. I once had a seller 
who, you know, they weren't a nightmare to work with, but I think they thought their house looked different than it actually looked. So I had my professional photographer go over and the photos they thought were hideous. And I thought, well, what are you talking about? These are professional photos. This is what your house looks like. Just because you don't like it doesn't mean that there's a problem with the photographer. And turns out they wanted a softer look. Like they felt like their house had this personality. They, some weird vision that I could not see for the life of me. So they had a very artsy um, outlook on it that did not match up with my high D personality. She got, she got kind of mean with me and she sent me like a bazillion emails. It probably wasn't a bazillion, half a bazillion. Maybe uh, I was out with uh, having dinner with friends slash clients and she was monopolizing my time. And I realized, God, I'm so obsessed with trying to help this woman and she's not letting me help her. And then she, we got into a conversation the next morning where she, uh, what did she say? She was like, we hired you because we thought you knew what you were doing. Mm. Mm. I do know what I'm doing. And how dare you say that? It just, it, I did not care for those words and maybe there's a growth opportunity there, but I actually asked her in that moment. Um, I gave her the option. We can continue down this road that we're going down, or would it be better for you if I canceled the contract and you went and found a new realtor? Uh, actually what I ended up doing is I connected her with a local flat fee agent that I've worked with. Who's a good agent. There's nothing wrong with the service that they provide. It just happens to be a different business model than mine. When I went to pick up my sign in my lockbox, she was so grateful. She gave me a hug and thanked me for releasing them. <laughs> it was the craziest thing. So sometimes not forcing people to work with you, not only benefits you, but it benefits them as well. The moral of this story is that when people make you cry, it's okay to set boundaries and let them know how you intend to move forward. And if it doesn't work for you to work together, it's more than okay to bless and release them. If you have a question that you'd like us to feature on the Savvy Agent podcast, please email us at podcast at savvyagent.co.